Hi, and welcome back to another amazing episode of Above the Mean, a podcast about individuals actively working to cultivate their mindset, to pursue their passions, and pushing themselves to be better than the standard in order to stand out. I'm your host, Veronica Thompson. This past month, my theme was learning to love yourself, learning to understand yourself, and truly just embracing who you are. I've talked about creating a higher self-worth so that you don't depend on others for it, as well as building self-confidence, which ultimately comes down to having faith in yourself and believing in yourself. I've even talked about the law of you, which essentially is how the law of vibration and how the law of attraction work together to attract your desires into your life. But now it's time to tackle something that everyone struggles with, which I'm not even gonna lie, I'm constantly still working on it. And I think that's probably why I put it off so much. Um, I figured this would be a really hard episode to do because there is no clear solution. There is no clear path on setting boundaries, but it's something that we all experience and it's something that we all need to do in order to have healthier and better lives. Setting boundaries, aka having healthy relationships with others, is hard. It's extremely hard and it's something that's not going to happen overnight. Like It's something that you constantly have to work at every day it's going to be a daily practice just like when you want to learn a new habit or like for instance working out you can't work out one day out of the week and expect to have rip hard abs and that dream kim k actually no we won't say kim k booty because we know that booty was bought but we'll say like shakira or essentially you can't get that ideal body by only putting in one day's worth of effort and expecting results. It's something that you constantly have to work at. It's something that you have to make sure you're doing the right exercises for whatever part you're trying to develop. You're having to eat the right things and take in the right nutrients, things that work hand in hand with working out. It's something that requires time. And it's something that you do over and over again to get those desired results. And even then, once you get your desired result, it's gonna change because just like anything, life is constantly changing. Just when you think you know how something works or just when you think you have a grasp on something, life's gonna hit you smack dab in the face and be like, just kidding, I'm gonna mix things up. Setting boundaries defines our expectations of ourselves and others in different kinds of relationships. Consider what happens when somebody stands too close for comfort. We often describe it as someone invading our personal space, but definitions of personal space can vary according to culture or the type of relationship that you have with that person or the social context of it all. From an early age, we're often taught to mold ourselves to make other people feel comfortable. So it's no wonder why sometimes we find it difficult to set appropriate boundaries when we get older. Boundaries can often be seen as just say no, or when someone does something that you don't like, you instantly want to cut them off. That's not what boundaries are. Boundaries essentially are just letting people know 
how you like to be treated, how you like to communicate, letting them know what works for you. Effective boundaries help us to protect our personal space and can also really help us to protect our physical as well as mental health. But it's not easy to set boundaries. No one wants to be the person to tell someone no. No one wants to be that person who comes off guarded or has walls put up. But, but that's not the case. We do it because it's healthy for ourselves. And the thing is, there's so many different types of boundaries. You have physical, which is your body and your personal space. So it's who I'm comfortable being touched by or who is allowed to come into this personal space of mine. You also have emotional boundaries like deciding when and what you share with others. There's also time. How do you spend and prioritize your time? Which is a boundary that I definitely am constantly working on. But Essentially, all these are subcategories of your personal boundaries, the lines that we draw ourselves in terms of our level of comfort around others. We all have our own personal lines, boundaries we would feel more comfortable navigating life and our relationships with. The thing is, not everyone has the same boundaries, and most people aren't capable of guessing what someone else's boundaries are. Therefore, in order for people to respect your boundaries or let alone even know about your boundaries, you need to do the work. You need to communicate with them what your boundaries are. Setting boundaries is simply about communicating your needs for healthy interaction with someone else. It isn't always easy. Not everyone's going to understand or accept the fact that you're even setting these boundaries in the first place. But if you don't set those boundaries, you can't expect them to be followed. Now, like I said, boundaries are something that we experience on a day-to-day basis, whether it's with your friends, your family, or at work. You're constantly having to think about the way in which you interact with others. For instance, I had to create a boundary separating work and home. Ever since I started working remotely, the lines have definitely been blurred about when it's time for me to be at work and be productive And when it's time for me to kind of enjoy my leisure and go about my day as if I'm not in work mode. And I think a really big thing that's helped me with that is the way in which I've kind of laid out my apartment. Essentially, I have a space that is dedicated just to work. And it's my little quote unquote office space. I have my desk, my computer, my monitor, my notes, all that. And it's in a remote little corner in my apartment. So when I'm in that corner, my brain is already set to, okay, it's time to work. It's time to be productive. It's time to get things done. And now when I'm not in that corner, I kind of look at my apartment as a big overall space where I can just hang out and be myself and decompress. And that's why I think it's really, really important to have two different areas or like Not even that, but essentially have different areas in your house that you kind of separate, especially if you're working from home, as this is my place where I'm going to rest and relax, and this is my place where I'm going to be productive. Like, I found it's super detrimental, at least for me, whenever I do my work in my bed, just because my brain finds it hard to differentiate the two of, 
okay, it's time for me to be productive because normally my bed is where I go to rest. I go to dream. I go to decompress just everything that's happened to me throughout that day. And so by changing that up and deciding to do my work in bed, my mind's kind of at this weird place where it doesn't know whether it's supposed to be productive and stimulated or if it's supposed to decompress and go to rest. And so that's why I think it's really, really important for you to make those distinctions so that subconsciously your mind can make the difference. Another big example of setting boundaries would be being too available for people. Circling back to the time boundary, I think one thing that I really needed to work on was setting the boundary of being too available for people. And that's not to say that that you shouldn't be available for others, but I wasn't allowing enough time for myself. And in order to combat boundary of being too available for people, I've made Mondays my me day. So pretty much all my friends, my boyfriend, they all know that Mondays are my me day. That is the day that I work on my podcast. I sometimes often usually record on Mondays. But it's usually my day for me. It's to do whatever I want to do. It's whether I'm working on my podcast or I'm doing self-care, which results in me cooking dinner, drinking wine after work, uh, doing face masks, having a bubble bath, just whatever I need to do to kind of raise my spirits and recharge my energy for the week. And ever since I've set that boundary, I've noticed myself being able to show up better for others because I do have that time to myself. But that came with time because I used to feel really, really bad whenever I told someone, no, I can't go somewhere. I can't do this. I can't do that. I would go above and beyond to essentially people please people people please to be a people pleaser to please people and to basically say yes to everything just because I hate I hate it when people said no to me but I was only really just doing a disservice to myself because when you're saying yes to everything and you're just going 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 constantly you have no time for yourself to recharge and so by just saying yes to everything yes I seemed like a good friend but Half the time, I wouldn't even be there. Like, I would physically be there, but mentally, I wasn't there. I was either thinking about the task that I should be doing, or I was so exhausted and running on E that I would fall asleep. Like, it became a running joke in my friend group that I can fall asleep anywhere. And I think that's really honestly a result of my body was just tired because I'm constantly stretching myself so thin to please others that there's nothing left for myself. I once fell asleep standing up in an art gallery. Like, how that happened? How I did that? No idea. Didn't even know that was a skill I possessed. Apparently I do, but that's not something that someone should find out. That's not a skill that I guess I'm really proud of. I don't know. But it goes to show how important setting boundaries are. Yes, one, setting boundaries is a form of self-care. They, like I said, help to create guidelines rules and limits of how you like to be treated but they also help and protect your mental and physical health because 
my physical health was definitely lacking. I wasn't getting enough sleep because instead of sleeping, I was making up doing all the other tasks that I should have done instead of going to lunch with my friends or hanging out or going to the bars. Now, I know setting boundaries is an uncomfortable thing because, I mean, essentially, it's us standing up for ourselves, which can be a little uncomfortable sometimes. And oftentimes, setting boundaries is looked at as a negative thing when it actually is very positive. When we don't maintain healthy emotional boundaries with others, it can cause us to feel resentful, guilty, and again, drained. So I've talked about what boundaries are, but I haven't really dove into what setting boundaries looks and sounds like. Setting healthy boundaries requires self-awareness. We need to be honest and clear about our expectations of others as well as ourselves, in addition to what we are and aren't comfortable with in certain situations. So what does setting boundaries even looks like or sounds like? Well, one, letting go of codependency and having your own identity. Codependency is when that I becomes a we. And when that happens, you end up getting lost in a mix. And it's really hard to find yourself once you've lost yourself. It's something people are constantly striving to do. I I mean, it's what I'm striving to do as we speak. I'm constantly working to figure out who I am as an individual. And that comes from a lot of reflection and self-awareness. Setting boundaries requires good communication It requires you to voice your concerns rather than hold on to your resentments and to express your feelings openly and respectfully. It doesn't mean that you're making demands or controlling people or bossing people around. That's not what setting boundaries is. It's essentially you making your expectations clear rather than expecting someone else to read your mind and kind of know how you would like to be treated. But the thing with setting expectations, expectations are a tricky thing. And there's something that I'm actually, that's a topic that I'm actively working on with my therapist, Hannah, about. Um, Y'all know Hannah, we love Hannah. And the thing that she told me about expectations that essentially changed my perspective on the way I view expectations and the way I view the expectations I place on others is this. You can place expectations on people. That's fine. That's dandy. However, you can't be upset when other people don't meet those expectations because the thing about expectations is not everyone has the same expectations. So the expectations that you may place on your friend doesn't mean that they may not hold you to those same expectations, let alone hold themselves to those expectations as well. So you can't be mad at someone for essentially just living in their own truth because they're being themselves. What you can do is express how you feel about that. And that's something, there was a situation with one of my really close friends where she did not live up to the expectation that I had for her. And it was really troublesome and bothersome. And I didn't know how to communicate that with her or let her know 
my feelings about it. And so I kind of, I just sat with it for a few days until it kind of started eating at me and gnawing at me. And it made me really start to reevaluate and think about the way in which I place expectations on others and how, yes, in my mind, I expect you to act this way, but I'm not verbally saying these expectations. So how or what right do I have to get mad when you're not meeting these expectations that were not clearly said? And so eventually I did end up confronting that friend and we talked about it and we're great. We're good as new. And it's because our friendship is one that we have built on a foundation of respect, honesty, and trust. And if you're not able to come to your friend or speak with them in a way that may leave you kind of vulnerable, but ultimately letting them know how you feel, then you may need to rethink that friendship because chances are it's probably not going to last. But back to what I was saying about expectations You can place expectations on others, but you can't get mad when they don't meet those expectations, especially if you never let them know from the beginning what those expectations are. Setting boundaries is putting whatever you need to in place so that you're able to function, feel safe, and heard. Now, a lot of people feel like setting boundaries makes them come off as selfish or controlling. And I'm here to tell you that is not the case. People, oftentimes, people may not be aware of themselves. And what I mean by that is we all know someone, we all have that friend who loves to show up unannounced or that friend who never seems to want to call that Uber or Lyft once the bar is closed and it's time to go home. Or even me, for example, I don't like texting. And so when people ask me for my number, I always, I let them know right away, I don't text because part of it's I'm just too busy. I'm always on the go out and about doing something. Or I honestly, I just hate small talk. I hate chit chatting. I don't find it valuable. It doesn't do anything for me. I like to have meaningful conversations with people. And usually those aren't things that can be had over text. I'd rather do them face to face. But letting someone know your boundaries is not selfish. It's not selfish for you to say, hey, I love hanging out with you, but next time I would appreciate if you let me know before you come over just so that I can plan properly, plan accordingly, and just have some idea, like know what's going on. Or letting them know what works for you. Like I let people know I don't like texting, so I'm telling you it's better if you FaceTime me or you call me that works better for me. And that's a boundary that I placed for myself. Or a big one would be my physical boundary of do not touch my hair. I have probably spent a good hour or so doing my hair, especially if we're going out somewhere. If I know that pictures will be taken, Instagram reels will be made. So do not touch my hair. That is a big boundary that I place that everyone knows, even my boyfriend knows, do not touch my hair. And if not, I'm not afraid to let people know that boundary because I don't feel the need to apologize or explain myself more than necessary beyond that of don't touch my hair, just 
don't do it. I mean, like Solange said in the song, don't touch my hair. Okay, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's how the actual melody of that song goes, but you guys get the point. And that is a physical boundary that I have set in place for myself because I don't do it to others. Therefore, I don't want it to be done to me. It's just something, it's how I feel. Remember, setting boundaries and maintaining them with your friends or your peers or your family require mutual trust and respect. Work boundaries. This is a tough one. This is definitely hard. This was something I didn't know how to place and I feel like it's not something that's really taught or you really know about until you're actually in the moment like I had a boss who had no idea what work boundaries meant uh, I mean like we would used to go on road trips and when we were we were in cars for at least like a few hours at a time at least like three to four hours at a time and during this road trip my boss felt the need to share with me her sex life and her past boyfriends and I'm just sitting in the car quietly like this is some real tea but I I have nothing to say nor do I really care for this conversation and that would have been a perfect time for me to exhibit that boundary of you know what this conversation makes me feel a little uncomfortable I would prefer us to talk about something else instead and it's hard. It's really hard to break those or set those boundaries when it comes to our superiors, like our boss, or even more so when it comes to our family. Setting boundaries with family members is very difficult. And it can be difficult in the sense that as we grow up, we're taught to respect our elders and your condition to do whatever it is your parents tell you to do or your grandparents tell you to do. But as you become an adult, you need to be able to kind of begin the process of reconstructing those relationships and learning how to show up for yourself and stand up for yourself as an adult in that space. Not You're no longer a kid. And now I'm not telling you to go and talk to your mom, talk to your grandma all crazy like and say some harsh words that you may not be able to take back. No, what I'm saying is that you need to learn how to navigate through that space, that same space in your family that you would with your friends or your peers. And essentially what that is, is just being honest and being truthful in a respectful way, because ultimately in the long run, you're just going to end up hurting yourself by not setting those boundaries. Um, you're not going to be honest with yourself. You're not going to be authentic and genuine to who you really are. And so setting boundaries with your family might look like not always choosing to engage in the family gossip that you hear or choosing to put your needs first, asking them to respect your privacy and your time alone. But ultimately, knowing that it's okay to live and want a life that fulfills you, that you dream about, and not having your family fully understand that. All you can do is ask for them to respect it. I mean, Lord only knows, my family probably thinks I'm crazy just because of half the things I tell them or the things I express and all my dreams and passions that I share with them. But it 
they look at me like I'm crazy because they come from a different generation. Their thoughts and their values, the way they look at things is very different from how I do. But they, my family's made a really good job of letting me know that they respect me. And although they may not agree with me, they are going to choose to support me the best that they can. Ultimately, your end goal when it comes to trying to set boundaries with your family is to let them know what you're comfortable with in a respectful way and try to either mitigate or reduce stressful relationships and try to communicate more effectively. One thing that you should be concerned about when placing or setting boundaries is the way in which people react to those boundaries. For instance, if you tell someone your boundary and it's met with, this is silly or this is stupid, really giving you pushback, you might want to re-examine that relationship because it might be time to let that person go. Cutting off should be a last resort, not your automatic go-to. Expectations and assumptions are the real killer when it comes to setting boundaries because boundaries are meant to protect yourself, not to punish others. You shouldn't take things away from people if they don't meet your expectations or if they don't meet your boundaries. So vice versa, you need to listen and respect others' boundaries. So no one has the right to disrespect your boundaries or speak ill of them. But it's also good to keep in mind that you likewise don't have the right to disrespect others' boundaries or give them pushback. Because boundaries operate in every aspect of our lives. Relationships, friends, family, finance, social media, and most importantly, you. The world is not a better place when we ignore our own needs for the comfort of others. We, the people who care about you, want to know what you need to feel safe, but they can't help you until you know that for yourself and are able and willing to communicate those needs. Thanks for listening to this episode of Above the Mean. If you liked it, make sure to go comment and subscribe. Feel free to leave a comment on our latest Instagram posts. In addition, I've dropped some helpful resources into the description section. There, It's a free positive relationships PDF worksheet that you can do that will essentially help you define and set healthy boundaries. Now that we're back from break, I'm back to the regular schedule and I'll be uploading new episodes every Tuesday morning. Make sure to tune in next week as I discuss being intentional and how it needs to be the driving force behind everything you do. And as always, remember, don't settle for average. Rise above the mean and stand out.